Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorene and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Welcome, this is Tony Giorgio with another edition of Living with Victory Radio Podcast. And today we have a great program. It is brought to you by Teague's Grocery Cafe in Maggie Valley, our sponsors. This program is going to be in the 21st century and what is happening all around, including us. I know you think we're podcasters and all that. We're above everything. Well, listen up, because you are going to be so surprised, okay? With that, I want to bring on my sidekick, caregiver for 55 years, Laureen. Hi. Hello, everyone. It's so great to be with you again to bring you this program that we hope will encourage you and bring you out of any fear or anxiety that you're feeling right now. It's titled, Can You? outswim your alligators. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) This is Psalm 27, and we're picking up a few verses, one through three and five and six. It is the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Now, this is David speaking. Okay, verse one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or dread? The Lord is the refuge and stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war arise against me. Even then, in this will I be confident. For in the day of trouble, he will hide me in his shelter. In the secret place of his tent will he hide me. He will set me high upon a rock. And that rock is Jesus. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. In his tent, I will offer sacrifices and shouting of joy. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Those are such wonderful verses. I mean, I have been reading these over and over and over again, and Tony will explain why in a few minutes. But I needed to get Psalm 27 into my soul because we have to go through life, and we always have alligators nipping at our heels. Always. We have to learn what God has given us against those alligators. A very wealthy man had a party, 
a pool party. Oh, this is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he invited a lot of people. And one man noticed that in this large pool, he had alligators. And he asked him, he said, why do you have alligators in your pool? Well, the host said that he admired anyone who showed courage. And if anyone would swim across the pool, he would pay him $1 million. That's a good incentive. Oh, God, you yeah. know. But when you're looking at the alligators, you kind of back <laughs> off. Immediately, they heard a splash and saw a man swimming for all his might to get to the other side while the alligators were trying to overtake him. When he climbed out of the pool, the host was amazed and paid the man the million dollars immediately after saying he never had seen such courage. The man said, I just have one question to ask. Who pushed me? (laughs) Now, you know, that sounds funny because it happened to him. God at times has to push us into the alligator-infested pool to learn to trust him and to safely swim to the other side because he will be with us and we have to learn to Trust him for that. We won't automatically go into a pool of alligators, not normally. When you don't have the turbulence or the problems around you because they do help you grow. Actually, they're more friendly, especially when you're walking through it with Christ. But they do help you to grow and help you to find out what God has put inside of you. And that's why we say there need not be any fear. The first verse is, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or dread? He is my light and my salvation. He's not leaving us alone. He's right there with us. He's our refuge and stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Matthew Henry explains that David was saying, the Lord is his light. He is never in darkness. And the Lord is his salvation. In him I am safe. And by him I shall be saved. He is my strength. We're not doing this in our own strength. We can't do this in our own strength. Not only the protector of my exposed life, but the strength of my frail and weak life. I mean, there are times when we are so weak within ourselves. Our minds can't think. Our bodies just can't seem to move to maybe take the next step. But he is the strength of my frail, weak life and yours. And that should encourage you right there without even going any further. Yeah, because of this, he fears no one. Exactly. David, his son tried to kill him, take over the kingdom. He had the king Saul was after him. Any adversary. He running into caves and fighting battles, Mm -hmm. Goliath. I mean, the guy was always fighting something, you know. know? And he was a good warrior, though. I mean, he was out there, but he he knew where his strength came from. That's right. And he made sure that he stayed close to the source of that strength. And that's the point of this. We have to ask ourselves, are we staying close to the source of our strength? 
in the beginning of this year. Actually, since December. December of last year. We have been running from alligators. Okay, (laughs) nipping at our feet. I had cataract surgery, all right? Back then, January, I guess it was, both Mm -hmm. eyes had to be done, the whole bit. And fast forward, right eye was not healing properly. Something was wrong. I wasn't seeing. I go back for an exam. I look at the screen. I can see the letters. I go back the next time. I can't see anything at all. Dr. Cleveland, God bless him, he said, you know, something's not right here. (laughs) Gee, really? He said, that shouldn't be. He said, seems like you you may have nerve damage behind the eye. You know, the, the nerve is being damaged in some way that it's not making your sight right. So after a while, he's so perplexed, the guy, he said, look, he said, let me send you for an MRI and let, let's look into this and see if that truly is is the case, why this is going on, because it looked like it was healing and now all of a sudden, it don't no looking so good, That that's an old <laughs> joke. Went for an MRI, they found a tumor, okay, a brain tumor, which was benign, thank you, Jesus, leaning on my optic nerve, I guess, back there, my my blood vessels to the brain, and leading down into my ear. And I had some hearing loss there. That was the start of something new, okay, really. So there I am with a diagnosis of a brain tumor because it was so close to my brain stem that something had to be done. They did not want to operate, but they opted for a new technology. Well, it's been out since 1998. It was radiation treatments with a robot, CyberKnife, I believe it's called, where a robot distributes it and targets it, and it doesn't go through your system. It just targets the tumor, okay? So that was the turn of events. And while that was going on, all three of our cars went. When you're dealing with one issue that is a major issue, and then you have another one on top of it, it's like... You know, when you say my weak, frail self. (laughs) Who who threw me in the pool with the alligators? I was happy with cataract surgery. Get it out of the way. Move on. Well, move on. (laughs) I was swimming across a pool to get away from the alligators. Well. But it's amazing how God did work at all that. it, it, It is. The day I got back from radiation treatments, we come home that afternoon to find that we have a septic problem. Everything is backing up. My toilets are backing up. The system is overflowing. One problem sometimes is okay. Two may be okay, but now you're getting into three and and it goes on and on. And it keeps going. And how do you juggle all of these and try to stay sane at the same time? But that's where God comes in. And that's David. He knew that he himself could not handle anything that was before him, that he had to lean on his rock, who was Jesus and his Savior, in order to help him through 
And God, it's amazing how he does it. Like he says, don't lean unto your own understanding, but in everything, pray about it. And that's all we could do was pray about it. Well, in the beginning of this whole thing, to get ready for this radiation treatment, they needed to make me a mask, a mesh mask, okay? And it's a mold that you have to wear so that the robot can pinpoint exactly where the radiation has to go. All right. Now, there was a neurosurgeon in the room, but the robot was conducting this. We get in there and it seemed like the world changed and everybody in the hospital that we talked to a couple of weeks before was fired. They hired all new help and nobody knew anything. Not a blessed thing. And in the prep room for the mask, I have to go through a scan and all I kept hearing, I'm laying on this table, and they're about to make a mold and all, and they're saying, oh, shouldn't we have a pillow for him? Maybe we have to, well, turn his head this way, and maybe, you know, well, I don't know. What do you think? Now, this is my life laying on the table, and I'm hearing all of this, okay? They made the mask, they put it on, and you were literally locked into the table you're laying on, and you can't move. The, the robot comes around you shooting radiation into the points that these two people are supposed to mark out. So that was the other alligator in my pool. You have to understand, here's one thing, you know, God is always ever present. Always, always, always. I get in, we get over the debacle of the mask, they make it, and finally the day comes. I have to go in, and I warned them, I'm not going in there. Dude, I'm not going in. I get in there, and lo and behold, now this is where divine intervention is. This is where the Christ is who saved David from his mess and who can save you from your alligators. I get in the room, and they've got a team of three people. The fellow who set up the whole thing in the room, the technician and all, was the technician who 10 years ago did Laureen's breast cancer. Greatest guy in the world knew his stuff. I, he was the expert in the field. And this man was in the room with me. And that made me feel so much better when they tied me to the table and locked it down. And it's like, oh, wow. And you had to be careful because if you swallow too hard and you move, whoops, you know. But they had things in place to check things like that. When I laid down, I got in position and opened my eyes. The view at, on the ceiling was the sky. What well, was a beautiful scene of the universe, the stars, the clouds, they were moving, they were lit. I mean, it was like I died and went to heaven, which was good enough for me, you know. And then to top it all off, when they showed, here's another alligator, when they showed me the brochure of the robot that's going to be used, they showed this little picture of this little thing on a table and then it goes around. You get into the room and the thing takes up the room. It's hanging from the ceiling. It's this monstrosity over you. And I'm saying, good Lord, the thing's going to eat me alive, you know. But everything was fine. The scenery of the sky really put me at ease. But the other thing was, I hear the technician say to me, what kind of music do you enjoy? What kind of music do you enjoy? And I'm saying, are we going to dance? Oh, wow, what? 
for me, you know, growing up in the 50s and the doo-wop and all, well, that always brings me back to such pleasantry and my childhood and all of that. And I said to him, doo-wop and late 50s, you know, but not thinking they're going to come up with this. Well, with this series, I guess they have now. I mean, two seconds, and he had everybody you could. They had Chuck Berry, and he had Elvis Presley. Everything was playing. It set the mood for me to just relax now. You're in good hands, and everything is fine. All these alligators that we've had, I swam across the pool, and I got out of that pool, and I feel like a million dollars. You don't have to give it to me because he has to know he was in, and I knew he was in that room. The fact that when I showed up under all that adversity at the hospital that time, he had the best of the best in the room. And that's why I'm so excited about these verses of letting you know that these verses are in the Bible because we know what the pain and the aggravation and the frustration and the stress that everyone is going through. There isn't a soul on this earth that is not going through something. Exactly. You know, and that's why we want you to get these verses down, way down deep inside of you so that you can overcome your alligators. Verse 2 Again, says, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Notice here that his enemies came upon David to totally destroy him. They were assured that they would, but the verse says they stumbled and fell. Matthew Henry says, they became confused and weakened that they could not go on with their enterprise. There were thousands of them, a host of them. And that's a God thing. An army against one man, yet my heart shall not fear. Amen. Your enemies cannot hurt you no matter what form it comes in. If the Lord of hosts protects you. And verse 3 Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, even then in this will I be confident. He feared no one or anything because he was confident that the Lord was with him. His alligators couldn't touch him because God was protecting him. You know when the Bible says all things work together for good for those who love the Lord? Even though it seems like one thing is, why is this happening? Why isn't my eye right? But God uses the bad with the good to make the good even better. My eye doctor didn't have to do anything. He set up the appointment with the doctor. Yeah, but he did. He set up the appointment. He got me a neurosurgeon. Right. Now, verse 5 says, For in the day of trouble, he will hide me in his shelter. And he hid us. Oh, yeah. With everything that came against us, he hid us in his shelter. In the secret place of his tent will he hide me. And he will set me high upon a rock so that these alligators cannot get to you. We have to say our part is, Lord, 
protect us. We have to do our part. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. In his tent I will offer sacrifices and shouting of joy. In that room, for me to have the music on that I grew up with took me right out of there. Well, he knew. Yes. Because he said he will give you the desires of your heart. So he knew what Tony would have preferred. Now, you may prefer classical music. You know, but it brought me back to my childhood and it hit me in the 1950s. I wasn't in the room with that radiation anymore. It pulled you out and, of it. And also the sky, his beauty, the stars, and the sky moving about above me, and all of that took me back to the fact that that robot hanging on the ceiling was nothing because the man that I am praising, the man, Jesus Christ, and God Almighty, is the creator of that piece of steel. Has no, no way can harm me. When we are in his shelter, nothing can really touch us. We may be going through it and from somebody's perspective looking at it saying, how can you go through that and not be phased by it? Right. And we all, in all creation, all mankind, black, white, green, I don't care who you are, have the same opportunity with the creator of the universe and this man, God, known as Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't like that. It's an insult, but he is not. He is the Lord of Lords and God in one. We urge you to read Psalm 27. It's a total of 14 verses, but I know it will encourage you. I don't care what you're going through right now. I don't know what you're actually facing, but with God, you can look that alligator square in the eye and without fear and with confidence, knowing that God is on your side. Exactly. And know that God will take care of all of your alligators. If you want to hear a lot of the story, listen to the podcast that we have because it is our story. But a book, Laureen's book, Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises is filled with the scripture-backed pages of what we went through for what, 55 years? Pick it up. It's on Amazon. It's all over the place. Do yourself a favor. And if you want one, you can't afford one, email us. Oh, you know, that's fine. Remember, it's his way, his will, and his timing. Amen. This is Tony. And Maureen. You know, Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. And remember, Teague's Grocery and Cafe are wonderful sponsors. Thank you. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory.
You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the rain. Get ready, get ready, God in His goodness is God.